Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Coffee and Books. I'm your host, Scott. Welcome if you're new here. This is the podcast where I like to talk about everything that I read, watch, and listen to. Of course, movies, TV shows, um, and of course, books that I like to read and talk to you also about different coffee that I try. Today's book that I'm reading is called When General Grant Expelled the Jews. It is by author Jonathan D. Sarna. Uh, The book is about 170 pages long. It was published in 2012. And, of course, it is written by a well-known author in the Jewish community. Now, before I get any further, I just want to say if you're new here, hi, welcome. This is where I like to ramble and talk to you guys about different books that I'm reading. Um, I would greatly appreciate it if you guys can hit the like and subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast. Also, if you get the chance and you're on Spotify, I would love a review or feedback. Um, You can also do the same on Apple Podcasts. And I just wanted to let you guys know that ahead of time. You can also email me at scott, S-C-O-T-T, Bernstein, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N, 16 at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. Now, let's get into today's episode. So what you need to know about this book is that it's a pretty short book and it's a pretty quick read, which I read it in a couple of days. And it really involves the backdrop of U.S. history, specifically the U.S. Civil War, Specifically, it involves two main people, Abraham Lincoln and Ulysses S. Grant, two presidents of the United States. Ulysses S. Grant, for those of you who don't know, was the leader of the Union Army that fought in the North and in the South during the times of the U.S. Civil War and fought against the Confederacy. The Confederacy was pro-slavery. The Union was not. It was a whole big ordeal that happened in the 1860s here in the United States. Uh, This book in particular is dealing with one small, tiny portion of the Civil War. In fact, it specifically refers to only one general order and the the background and reaction to that by the public, which we're going to get into shortly. But I want to say, if you want to know more about the U.S. Civil War, Grant has his own biography by Ron Chernow, which I've read before, which is really good. I would probably start with that if you want to know more about the general and the president, Ulysses S. Grant. Uh, because he had a very fascinating life, and this is just a small moment in his life that was a mistake, and we're going to talk about that today. All right, so what is General Orders Number 11? General Order Number 11 is when Ulysses S. Grant was first starting in the conflict in the Civil War. It is when he had his control over the Union Army, however, and he was starting to enter into the, what he called, Tennessee Territory, But really, in reality, it was a bunch of different states that went from north to south. uh, that covered a territory from Paducah to Vicksburg, Mississippi. This area and portion of the Confederacy was slowly becoming under control of the Union Army. It would eventually end up with the Union Army uh, taking Vicksburg, thereby splitting the Confederacy into two different parts. And that was basically starting to be the end of the Civil War. Uh, But before we get there, though, we have to understand... Uh, Grant's motivations, what was going on in his life, and what he was doing. And General Order Number 11, which is an order that Grant issued in the 1860s, expelled all Jewish people from this territory. And you might ask yourself, why on earth would Grant do this? And his motivations are complex, and we're going to talk about that. But we have to understand the time and the history. We do not think the same way that people then think, and we have to understand what on earth happened. So one... We have to understand that there are people that were Jewish that are on both sides of the the dividing line. There were Jewish people who were living clearly in the Northeast who were pro-Union. There were Jewish people in the South that were pro-Confederacy. 
There were also people who took advantage of the opportunity of the war to be smugglers. Some of these people were Jewish. Some of these people were not Jewish. Grant, unfortunately, made the mistake of not making that distinction. When he heard that there were smugglers and dishonest people that were using this opportunity to make a profit and, you know, on both the side of the Union Army and the side of the Confederacy, he decided to banish Jewish people, thereby issuing this order. And the problem, of course, is that Grant was not very well informed or either just mistook, mistook or misunderstood the order that he himself issued. And it basically resulted in a lot of confusion. Thankfully, though, we had Abraham Lincoln who stepped up to the plate and put a stop to all that before it got too serious. But this is what you need to know. One, he really did say all Jewish people. It wasn't that he was targeting uh, any particular group of people in the territory, like, you know, like, say, certain smugglers or certain people. It was all these people that had any religious identification or authority with Judaism. So he quite literally targeted people. People were kicked out of their homes. People were moved. It is not a well-known thing in the United States. It is something I didn't hear about until I moved here to Tennessee. But what you need to know is that Grant really did issue this order and that his soldiers, the Union Army, definitely kicked people out of Paducah and other places in the South. Um, it is most famous for happening in the state of Kentucky and Paducah. A lot of those people that were kicked out went straight directly to the president, uh, Abraham Lincoln himself, and protested immediately. There was a big outlash over this. And the reason being is because these people did not feel as if they were responsible, which is true. Many were just citizens who were living in towns that were now occupied by Union armies, they were kicked out, like I said. They were robbed. They were stripped of their goods and services, and they were basically forced to move uh, to other cities and locations. Um, and this is a terrible thing that happened. And, of course, later in the years uh, aftermath of all this, there was huge apologies that were conducted by Grant. And the reason being is because Grant realized he made a mistake. And the mistake was, quite simply, uh, Grant realized that he had fallen victim to prejudices and stereotypes and believed that Jewish people were responsible for being smugglers when that wasn't true. And then, of course, he spent most of his campaign and during the Civil War and afterwards when he ran for president, he spent it apologizing to Jewish communities all across the country. But many people never forgave him for this order. Um, there was a very, very big fear in the Jewish community at the time that was misplaced that it was possible that if the black people were freed, you know, the African-Americans, the slaves were freed at that time in U.S. history, that there would be a new minority that would become the punching bag. And this is, of course, very wrong. And many people stood up and defiantly said, if we get equal rights for minorities, then it will benefit other minority groups as well, such as Jewish people, Catholics, Protestants, uh, you know, other groups that were minor in the U.S., they realized that if they had stood up and stood together, that they would be better for all of the people. However, like I said, there was a small group within the community that did believe that they would lose their status, their rights, their goods and services. And that turned out to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. It was true. Um, we'll soon see that after the Civil War, uh, during the Re Reformation era, when the U.S. was trying to rebuild after the aftermath of the war, there were many people who did come into power of positions for first time, and that being people who were African-American, 
people who were Jewish and other minority groups getting that power for the first time. It most famously resulted in a coup that happened in the United States and North Carolina. You can read all about that. Um, I definitely do not know enough about that information. Uh, But what I'm saying is that it is very true that in the U.S., many people who are minority groups got positions of power. Grant himself put people of minority group status into power during his presidency. He's considered to be very beneficial and forward-thinking after this mistake. Um, However, after Grant's presidency, that was a time period when there was a huge decline and backlash. We find that many of the people who had positions of power were uh, actually taken away from power, like they were barred for whatever reason. Some of those reasons were minor excuses to get them out of power, and some of those reasons were clearly racist or anti-Semitic. So, unfortunately, when people uh, who were of African-American descent or African-American were uh, kicked out of their positions of power. So were other minority groups as well, including Jewish people. So you might ask yourself, well, when did Grant realize he made a mistake? Well, why couldn't he just countermand his orders? And thankfully, that's the point I want to say here, is that Grant didn't realize it right away, but the people who surrounded him did. There were Jewish soldiers in both the Union Army and the Confederate Army, And thankfully, a couple things happened when Grant actually did issue those orders. One, uh, the people uh, who were surrounding him refused to, most or some of the people refused to uh, actually get rid of Jewish people, including Jewish officers and soldiers and other statesmen that were involved. Uh, Some people flat out refused to comply with the order. Uh, Like I said, many citizens went directly and tried to contact the president themselves And eventually, within a very short time, Abraham Lincoln did countermand the order and put a stop to it completely. But it's just a testament to the people that were surrounding Grant that some of them actually did flat out refuse to, you know, that order from their leader, you know, that general. Um, It is also very fortunate that the South didn't just jump on this opportunity uh, to point how bad of a person Grant is. Um, Later, during his presidency, they would. Whereas many Democrats said, look at what he did. He divided you. There were many, many controversial decisions that were made by Grant over his presidency. But, of course, what the difference is, is that when Grant was running for his presidency, it was not necessarily a, you know, a shoe and win, a victory. Uh, Grant knew that many people in very close border states like Indiana and Ohio you know, like depended upon him campaigning there. And when he campaigned there, he knew that what could be the difference is the Jewish vote. And so he did try to make, like I said, a public apologies for what he did. He did say, you know, that it was wrong and correct. And he did, like I said, put people in positions of power when he was in presidency. So that's the story of General Order Number 11, where Ulysses Grant, the U.S. Civil War hero and president, actually kicked Jewish people out of the South. Um, And now I'm going to say it is unknown how many people were affected by this order. I can't imagine that there were a lot of Jewish people living in the South compared to the Northeast at the time. But it is definitely possible that thousands of people were kicked out of their homes. Um, Like I said, it's not well known in U.S. history, so many people don't know this, um, whether you're from the United States or from elsewhere in the world. And last but not least, I just want to say that I do think Grant did apologize um, in a meaningful, correct way. 
I think that's the biggest controversy of the book is that do you believe Grant was sincere in his actions as a person? Do you think that he felt bad for what he did? And my personal opinion is yes, he did. He did feel bad. He realized his mistake because, you know, what they were fighting for was the freedom of one group. He didn't want to put another group um, beneath them. And I think Grant realized that mistake very quickly and thankfully was like I said, on top of things, after people talked to him, after he got, you know, things in his head straight. And Grant was also one of the first people, like presidents um, from the United States, to visit the Holy Land, to go to, you know, Jerusalem. So that was a pretty cool aspect as well. Um, and like I said, it's well known that, you know, he's Grant isn't anti-Semitic, but like I said, made a mistake and uh, publicly apologized for it for many, many years. So, that's the story of when General Grant expelled the, the Jews. Um, and if you go to the southern United States today, you'll see that there aren't very many Jewish populations left. And, you know, I'd like to think that this order was not something that dealt with that. But, you know, it's very likely that's a big reason why the South and the United States doesn't have a large Jewish population compared to the Northeast. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I appreciate you listening. Thanks again for sharing, and I'll see you next time.